0: Let's enter God's Rest, Shabbat Shalom, Part 3, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. In the previous blast, we discussed God's rest and how all the wonderful things of God, the perfect works of God, are found within that rest. His laws, His knowledge, His plan for mankind's restoration, even His plan for the destruction of the enemy, are found there every person's name with a job assigned to that name is there also. Whether we as individuals make it in is another story. It requires sacrificing our works and agendas for His. It takes obedience, love for truth, and most importantly our love for the Lord and dedication to seeing His will accomplished on behalf of all creation. Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 through 9 reveals a problem unsolvable for those not baptized resurrected to new life and intangible for those not filled with the spirit and hungry for the in-time knowledge released for this time adam's race in other words cannot fully perceive the thoughts of god nor comprehend kingdom ways Isaiah, chapter 55, verses 8 through 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. John 3, chapter 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, He cannot see the kingdom of God. And now we see why. In the garden, our thoughts were more in tune, harmonious with the Father's. Our ways were shaped by His knowledge, wisdom, and law. We lived a perfect life, children in His image with His ideas and thinking. Eve was coerced into disobedience, and with her sin, came new desire for a different knowledge, a different way of thinking. She desired to know evil, to rationalize and make her own choices of personal action. Not at all the personality of the Father. A new way was birthed into her that coincided with the nature and desires of the enemy. For Satan to reach his goal to be like God, he would have to become Father to creation, and it would have to conform to His image and adapt to His ways. He is an angel, created to be a part of the heavenly hosts, the heavenly beings. We were created to be residents of earth. Earth was not created for angels, nor were the heavens created for man. Enoch, chapter 15, verse 10, explains this. As for the spirits of heaven in heaven shall be their dwelling. But as for the spirits of the earth, which were born upon the earth, on the earth shall be their dwelling. Pretty plain, isn't it? Jude chapter 1 verse 6 shows us God's feelings when we're not happy with His arrangements. And the angels, who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, He, God, had reserved it in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. It is as foolish for man to want to be like angels as it is for angels to want to be like man, but we are slyly being taught to think in that direction, making the natural man different from his beginning. Can you see the confusion this has caused over the years? Our children, when well-behaved, are called little angels. When we die, we are taught we are going to heaven. Man has even been taught there is a beautiful city in heaven that we will go to. When the word says plainly, it comes down from heaven, meaning it is designed in heaven for earth. Revelation chapter 21 verse 2 Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. What a bunch of lies we've been taught. Mankind has bought them so easily because our minds have been altered to think like the rebellious ones. So, let's go back in time, not too long after the original fall, to see how the enemy planned to become father to the earth's children and their possessions. We could read from Genesis chapter 6, but I would rather turn to Enoch the seventh from Adam, as the account found there is much more clear. Enoch chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied in those days, were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, the children of heaven, saw and lusted after them, and said to one another, Come, let us choose us wives from among the children of men, and begat us children. Enoch, chapter 7, verses 1 and 2 And all the others together with them took unto themselves wives, and each chose for himself one. And they began to go in unto them, and to defile themselves with them. And they taught them charms and enchantments, and the cutting of roots, and made them acquainted with plants. Our lifestyle and culture is founded on this knowledge. And they became pregnant, and they bare great giants, whose height was three thousand ells. So mankind was no longer after his own kind. He was now an altered species, a cross between angels and man, different and belonging to Satan. Their natures and characteristics would be like their mentors, as would their desires. Each generation would become increasingly worse. Let us continue in Enoch, chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. And Azazel, Top-ranking angel taught men to make swords. There was no need to fight till the angels entered the scene. And knives and shields and breastplates and made known to them the metals of the earth and the art of working them and bracelets and ornaments, things man began to covet and the use of antimony, chemicals, etc., and the beautifying of the eyelids, make-up, and all kinds of costly stones, and all coloring tinctures. Angels shaped our culture and lifestyles. And there arose much godlessness, and they committed fornication, and they were led astray, and became corrupt in all their ways, no longer at all like their creator. Semjaza taught enchantments and root-cuttings, Amoraz, the resolving of enchantments, Barakujal, taught astrology, Kokabel, the constellations, Ezekiel, the knowledge of the clouds, Erechiel, the signs of the earth, Shamsiel, the signs of the sun, and Sariel, the course of the moon. Can you see how the knowledge of the world was and is gleaned from the minds of angels? Can you comprehend how their thoughts and way of thinking have become ours? Adam and Eve would have been so much better off choosing the mind of Christ, eating the fruit of perfection, goodness, and love from the tree of life. Love and perfection is not inherent to the angels' wisdom, so all man does through this knowledge is futile in the end. Only God's works and formulas are eternal. Enoch chapter 16 verse 3 shows why the wisdom and knowledge of man's angelic mentors was tainted. You have been in heaven, but all the mysteries had not yet been revealed to you, and you knew worthless ones. The world's knowledge is from here, and these in the hardness of your hearts you have made known to the women, and men work much evil on earth. Here is another big difference. The knowledge of God promotes righteousness, whereas the knowledge of Satan encourages actions and ideas that cause rebellion. It is an inferior knowledge resulting in a world of imperfection and defeat. It seems man has forgotten where this knowledge came from, They search for what they see as higher learning. Men use their last penny, so to speak, to send their children to better schools and greater universities. God warned them about this wisdom or knowledge from the very beginning. Genesis chapter 2 verse 9 And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life, a different tree, like that of Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3, was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Again, not a physical tree. Genesis chapter 3 verse 6 So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, mental food, ideas for thought, that it was pleasant to the eyes. Satan was a handsome, beautiful angel, and a tree desirable to make one wise. This wisdom made her corrupt. She took up its fruit and ate of this tree. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. She chose the base knowledge she would forever use to rationalize, explain, and justify her behavior. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 17, shows us how Satan's wisdom became corrupt in the first place. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. His mental attitude caused him to twist truth and lie, making himself appear to be like God. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings, that they might gaze at you. He is being exposed at this moment. He has gone to great lengths to spread the logic behind his thinking and shape the lives of his altered, mixed species. It will all end up empty foolishness, however. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 19, assures us For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. How plain is that? Unfortunately, no matter what a man does to acquire the world's knowledge, it will never lead to perfection, be eternal, or result in righteousness. It is not even viable to use it successfully to compare or examine for accuracy what the Bible calls the doctrine of devils. How can you? It came through their knowledge. Here is what the Lord encourages us to do instead. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool. Forget the old knowledge, that he may become wise in the knowledge of God. Forget about the accolades of men, diplomas and all educational achievements. They are worthless knowledge and a hindrance to entering God's rest and will actually hamper your ability to understand the ways and thoughts of God. In closing, by choosing the wisdom of an angel over that of God, Mankind was suddenly catapulted out of God's rest into a dimension governed by the enemy. We can surely understand why this world is in the shape it is in today. Most foolishly continue to look to man that has only this knowledge to draw from to solve the world's disorder, confusion, and chaos. In Daniel chapter 12 verse 4, however, It speaks of the end time, when God's knowledge would increase, as indeed it has, and is at this moment being spread across the earth. Daniel, chapter 12, verse 4 But you, Daniel, shut up the words, and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. This knowledge will teach mankind God's laws and bring back to alignment humanity along with all he was responsible for, restoring peace and perfection as it gently leads man back to God's rest. Shabbat Shalom!